means truth. So tell me about your spiritual journey. Welcome to Top of Tuesday. This is Lindsay Warwick, the conduit on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcast. So excited this week to have Nicholas Cosby. Cosby. <laughs> we were just <laughs> laughing about uh, the pronunciation words of his name. Um, I actually don't know that much about you, which is kind of new and exciting for me for my podcast, because usually I have some interaction or experience with people that come on here, but you were actually, uh, your your name was dropped to me by Hans Carver, and he was my last guest on, or not today's guest, but last week's guest. So I'm excited to hear your story and get to know you. I know you're also a fellow podcaster, so that's pretty dope that we both have that in common. So I generally start Top of Tuesday with tell us about your spiritual journey. Cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> thanks, thanks for having me. Uh, and shout out to Hans. I love you. Uh, <laughs> um, my spiritual journey, uh, I guess, in essence, I have... Um, always seen the world differently even as a young child uh you know it always seemed like something wasn't quite right so I already always seen things differently and then um when my son was born I guess I used to call myself a spiritual agnostic I was raised uh Christian uh Baptist you know hot hell and (laughs) you know you know just uh and, and you know and for a long time, I actually had a real uh, hard feelings towards all of that um, because, you know, to indoctrinate a young mind with that type of things is like spiritually manipulative. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, I was really angry at uh, Christianity and all that stuff for a long time. Um, and I called myself a spiritual agnostic, meaning I didn't know whether there was a supreme being or or this and that and the third but it really just mean that I, I didn't know uh and now I would call myself a, a gnostic or mystic if, if there was a label for anything is um uh my my son was born and uh that really made me want to narrow down how all this worked so that um I could pass that on and it not be the same type of all this uh, disharmonization type teachings being combated, which was okay for me because I learned through all that. But, you know, as part of the change also is is uh, to bring up the next generation with a whole new uh, way of knowing or whatever. And so uh, s- starting to seek what was what life was like really all about then obviously like the universe started responding um 
And uh, yeah, I remember telling my grandma at, a, at like 16, you know, I was like, you don't need a, a church to, to, to go and have a relationship with God. I said, like that voice in your head that's telling you this and that and a third. I was like, that's, that's, that's God or what you would call God. You already have that personal relationship. And even at that point in time, I would have called myself like more agnostic. Um, and so then I started seeing like, you know, numbers all the time and this and that and a third. And I was, uh, I was, um, married and had a business and this whole, uh, American dream. And, um, I was in a, a living nightmare. Um, uh, I was living in hell. And then, you know, I realized that, you know, hell was something that existed here and it's a state of mind and a, and a, and a, a way that you live, you know, um, and so I had to like make hard choices and and close my business and and quit uh, speaking to my mother and um, I got divorced um, and and once I kind of made these these things that were um, unhealthy relationships or just disharmonious vibrations for one reason or another. You know, because you can love someone, but you don't owe anyone your your time yeah. and your attention. Like I can love anybody from a distance, but I don't owe you like my time and my, my personal space. You know, yeah. um, that's self-love, which took a long time to figure out what that actually meant. You know, yeah. um, and so after I made these uh, these hard choices and decisions, it was like a, a rocket into a, a whole new everything like I don't even look nothing like the person that I'm talking about that made these decisions you know five years ago uh that 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 version has died many many times over and over and over again um but it was all I'd really come to the point to where I didn't um know who I was like I I remember that I was closer to who I really was like maybe when I was 18 or 17, 18, closer when I was graduating high school, was closer to who I was as I was getting to my 30s. Mm -hmm. um, and I didn't even really like the person that I had become. I didn't like the way I felt and and, and those types of things. Uh, and so I, I really wanted to try to find the essence of who I was, um, which coincided with, you know, finding truth with how all this works. It's a hand-in-hand -hand relationship. Uh, and it just perpetuated this uh, beautiful journey where, like, I had, like, experiences, um, plant medicine and, and other things that just kind of uh, really just broke all kinds of barriers and ideas and, and showed me uh, just different different things all together some things are just almost unexplainable some of the experiences but it, like one in particular like right after I had made these decisions I had this random experience that come about that like forever changed me and I was never the same again it was just like all this information was just downloaded to me or like I connected to something uh, and it was it was a crazy experience at that point in time. But now looking back, like five years later, like <clears throat> it, it, it's something that, that it was forever changing. And, and then that's when I come up with 
the idea of doing a podcast called uh, Higher Frequencies. Um, and that whole journey in itself has been uh, a learning experience because, um, you know, I would never set a time or anything to do a podcast. I would just do them when I felt like it. And then whatever it was called would just kind of, it would just all line up when time was for this, that, and the third. And then I would just sit down and I would <clears throat> let things come. And uh, I would learn as I was talking about you know, just these different things about life and so I really enjoyed doing them because it was learning and like I knew bits and pieces of this and that and the third but it was just sometimes when I talk to people or when I do a podcast just all this stuff just comes together and comes through in this magical way um and so through doing the podcast and then all the things that come through um, and, and, the, and practicing, you know, it was, it's funny because things will come through and you hear it and you understand it, but to actually practice, you know, practice what you preach or even know how to incorporate these types of things in your day-to-day -day life is a whole nother level in itself, you know, and so um, I've changed so much drastically, you know, just because uh, of that connection with, you know, spirit just coming through and teaching and showing and then people, it's, it's, it's even bigger than that because there's just people in here and places where the universe has taken me and showed me and, and meeting. It's really a, a gathering of the tribe because uh, there's a grand change that's happening and mm -hmm. um, we've all had certain experiences for these different types of transitions and we've come to um, to do it again in a different way and so everyone is spread out all across the globe but we're all like really connected beyond this experience in ways that we can imagine so we're meeting a lot of people it's like you seem familiar or I know you uh and it, it seems to be happening like more and more this this impetus um and you know all of it it's it's all pointing to the same thing and all the prophecies of like uh the Mayan calendar uh the in the end of the world which is just the end of a, a paradigm and an old way um and like you know the second coming of Christ all of these things are prophecies of the same thing that we are actually living and and doing like right now by right now like doing this and the different things that we we try and do to uh to reach out and gather and to uh, anchor that energy because uh, all things have to be brought down through us we're just like a bridge or anchor pouring like even the source of all things like still anchors down and in through us you know everything what we pay with our attention is what gives those things energy and uh uh and so um we're just like bursting into this whole new uh energy and and i i say burst into and i used to say we was waiting on this like shift but there's something that just keeps coming to me that we're already in something that's new but we don't even know how to Play with it yet mm -hmm. um you know so uh it's uh it's been a wild ride and it continues to be like just a beautiful um 
rad an experience just to to meet and fellowship with others about how they've come to their same spots in life and um, and their take on because we all come from the one single source so we are all part of this pattern and, and the only thing that is unique to all of us is is that that perspective and that observation point like nothing but the source itself can occupy the space and time that you're occupying and viewing from so your perception is, is totally unique to you and everything else is not it's yeah. all connected it's all part of the pattern like what mm -hmm. is unique is that perspective and 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 somehow we we've went through this sleepy consciousness time because i think we go through these cycles of being awake and asleep consciously just like we do in our daily life and we just went through this the sleepy conscious stage where we're like waking up now um and oh, oh i lost my my flow <laughs> uh we um we're transitioning into this time uh to where um i feel like the veil is thinning like we're just <laughs> literally moving into a completely new way of being and existing just like you said, moving from sleepy consciousness to a more, we're going through a mass awakening, like yes. on a planetary level. And um, as you were talking, I just want to comment that if you're just listening to audio, Nicholas is sitting in this awesome room with this beautiful <laughs> art behind him. And the sunlight is just like morphing on your face, like changing your face. Like a I was trying not to cry a couple <laughs> times there. Was, uh, the energy, um, I don't care what energy it is, everybody's experienced it where there's emotion of like anger or, or love. It's like the, this vessel can only hold so much energy and when it overflows, it comes out in tears, you know. That's why you can laugh so hard that you cry. It's just that energy just has to come out. And yeah. sometimes I, I talk about the things and then when I talk about the things, it's just it almost makes me like want to cry. Sometimes yeah. it's hard to keep my composure. <laughs> okay, we, this is Tatva Tuesday. This is Truth Tuesday. So if it means <laughs> your tears on a Tuesday, then that's totally fine. I wanted to just reference some of your story that you mentioned. Um, you know, you talked about you were living this other life, literally looking like a different version of you. And you said the American dream, but it was actually a nightmare. And I have this, my friend, I'm sure you know him, Wade. Do you know Wade? Yes. Yes. Oh, Wade, I know Wade. Wide open Wade. <laughs> I was living the American nightmare. I was in the American nightmare. And that's so true. And, um, you know, since he exited that, you know, he's gone on this quest of, like opening up his mind and experiencing life in a different way. And it sounds like you did the same thing. Um, but you had to make those tough decisions to get to the next level of your ascension. It almost sounds like that was sort of your, maybe one of your, what we call in the spiritual world, the dark night of the soul, where 
you travel through this dark time or this time of suffering and then you come out on the other side and you've ascended into a new way of being. And I love doing this podcast uh, as well. It was also birthed after a really dark night of the soul for me because you said that after that time, that, that transitional period, you got the idea or the download to do your higher frequencies podcast, which I love that. Um, I was in an abusive relationship where, and I haven't ever said this on my podcast, but I'll share it now that I was actually strangled and I got the download from, from God right within me uh, to create a podcast where I would have my voice heard and heal my throat chakra from all of that. And right before I, I jumped into this podcast like I couldn't sleep for days because I was so afraid of of what people would think about me or or what would I even say or what would I even talk about but in doing the podcast it's just been such an amazing experience where I don't plan these things I didn't give you any questions to prepare you know it's like God is going to show up for us like and speak through me and speak through you and then I'm always learning from people that are on the podcast and that's why, you know, I choose to do this to, you know, learn basically to just continue to learn and grow and hopefully, you know, influence people on their spiritual path as well. So I love those parallels about how we started our podcast journey. Right. Um, it's, it's funny, uh, cause it come to me a long time ago that, that everybody's path is the same. It's even the same, someone that's an addict. It is this, um, so th- to me, like the dark night of soul, it's like whenever you start to see the world differently and then you feel like nobody else can see what you see, <laughs> but there's, there's a rock bottom that everybody that's ever been like an addicted to a substance well, that rock bottom is universal in different ways. You know, even whenever I had my company, at one point I was struggling. I was like working 70 hours and just nothing was working the way it's supposed to. It was just like one hiccup after another. And like I was losing things, just like somebody that was addicted to a drug or something. And I remember as I was like, I wish that I was a crackhead so that I could just like quit smoking crack and all my problems would go away. Like that seemed like that would be such an easy fix. But it's it's so funny because the journey is the same of like hitting this this rock bottom where you're just so frustrated with with everything and, and you just kinda hit this miserable point and and it could be anything you know it could be substance it could be relationships like mine was just uh having these people around mm-hmm. me that really wanted my energy and they all were just like sucking the energy from me and I was just yeah, unaware of like all those things yeah and so it was all it was it was not fun to go through but it was all like learning things that also helps others was the whole hope of doing a podcast was like if I I don't care if I do the podcast for the rest of my life if I just help one person like through their struggle then it's completely worth it you know yes 
I always say that because look at me. I'm using this. I'm holding this microphone. I'm sitting on my couch. My dog is right here. And when I got the download to do the podcast, I was like, I am not technical. I don't know how to do that. And my guides were like, it's fine, you know, and people help me along the way. And I still do this podcast in one raw take. But I love that you said that if I could just help one person, I'm good. Because I say that all the time. Like, I don't make money off of this. I certainly am not super technical or technically advanced. Um, But if I can just help one person, then I've done my job. Like, I've done, lived out my life's purpose. And so I totally resonate with that, that I was like, yes, as soon as you said it, like, I'm right there with you. So, and, and I love that you brought up the rock bottom because, you know, I'm currently like 68 days alcohol free and I've had my own battle with, with drinking and, and the addictive personality and everything like that. And recently, 68 days ago, I did hit the darkest emotional bottom, you know, that I've ever, ever hit, hit before. So that's so funny or not like coincidentally you mentioned as an, an addict hit the bottom it's just the, it's just the path like you know it it's is. just the way it works I, I, and honestly when it comes down to it like the whole story of Jesus like regardless of anything you can look at it as a parable and and that lines up with that parable of you not being of this world being born into this world to be rejected by it that's that rock bottom that's like where you that is to be rejected by the world just like like the story of jesus and to be crucified and to and to rise again well that is to you know that rock bottom and that discovery is where you start to break these barriers between a me and us and so to the the death of you is whenever you're, you're you start to find out that you're not your name and your body like this is just an avatar and that this inside of you that you are that real essence that you are is an eternal being well that that's that's the whole parable that is the death and the resurrection right there that is so that that's why all those things it's mm-hmm. the path is just the path this is thin, yeah. the narrow way you know it's just and everybody's talked about it and, and pointed to it. And it's, and, and it's so funny. Like, I love to talk about all these things, but I tell everybody is like, you know, we can talk about it all the time and, and, and in many different ways, it's, but it's, it's like life. It's just these things that it's something you have to experience, Absolutely. you know, and you really can explain it because the infinite is that it is infinite. So we can ex- explain it until we're black and blue in the face. It's just mm-hmm. like, experiencing spirit and touching that and having that um that uh knowing not a belief you know once a person has a a spiritual experience then they're they can no longer be religious because religion is stories that people have shared of their spiritual experiences and once Mm -hmm. you actually have your own spiritual experience then you realize that that was just a person sharing their experience for you you know to do the same thing and so we are the return of christ you know because jesus was just a man that because um christ is like christos it means to be anointed 
Well, mm-hmm. anointed by what? Anointed by the spirit. So Jesus was a man that could touch spirit and he could mm-hmm. share it, and he could share it with the Pharisees, which is the, the Jewish or, or anybody. He'd have a way to share even their knowledge and to, to intertwine it with that that of spirit so he was just anointed by spirit and, and that's how he got the name of christ and you know he spoke of like you will be greater gods than i is because the return of this spirit of being just touching spirit we all have that connection that all lives inside of us we can't be absent of it you know we could just be immersed in our characters to where we, we we don't realize that we are connected to that and so the return of Christ is is the is that thing that's coming up inside of us is that that knowing that that um the kingdom is 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 right here where we're at you know yeah. and that we're bringing spirit back to this experience and that is to bring the heaven to earth you know and and that's, that's all the prophecies, like the, the, all the natives in the Bible all points to the same thing. And, and we are right now living and being that very thing. Uh, the most recent thing that come to me and it's just so beautiful is, is everybody talks about the, the ancients and the ancestors and how they prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. Well, we were the ancestors yeah. praying and yeah. we are actually the ancestors return and we are the answer to our own prayers right now yeah for sure because like <laughs> what is time even like you know timelines are all simultaneously happening and, and this and that and like you know at some point i'm you and you're me and like we've been every ethnicity and and all the things um but it is, yeah, we're definitely going through a mass shift in consciousness. And I love that you put the parallel, the or you just shined a huge light on that we all go through the Christ story at some point. And like that gave me chills just thinking about it because that's what's been demonstrated on this podcast. We talk about, okay, we were going this way in life and then we hit our bottom get crucified in a way and then to be rejected by the world yeah and then we rise and have our own resurrection and become that christic energy the christ consciousness energy which has been so heavy around me or light around me you know (laughs) yeah yeah i did like a private reiki attunement here and like joan of arc was in my living room and i was very connected to archangel michael and so i love the christ consciousness energy but what a beautiful analogy that we are all that that we are all that and that is what we all go through we do have that free will to choose, like, am I going to continue to suffer and, or, and use that as a springboard for rebirth, or am I going to just rebirth into a new aspect of myself? And what's also in my head is, what kind of business did you have before? <laughs> uh, I'm a master carpenter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh you don't say (laughs) yeah i still do that and i i make uh i've been venturing into making lights like projection lights that project like sacred geometry shapes on the walls and stuff has kind of been my my play and i'm trying to shift into 
I mean, ultimately, my real goal and, and what I feel like I'm here for, and like the long term, the reason why I am a master carpenter and the reason why I chose to have all these experiences, because we have chosen this experience on another level, um, you know, living in the now. I even get to the point where I don't even think I'm not manifesting as I'm surrendering to the path that I've already chose because I've already wrote down what I wanted to do on the level of spirit and this is the, the the level of experience that which I have chosen so I've already exercised my free will like this isn't really the place where I come to exercise it and so what pulls me is to is obviously part of the the bigger picture is I want to create sustainable communities across the world um, but I know that there's a certain group of individuals that's ready to take a step and and all these things will roll out you know when you know I just know that I'm supposed to be part of the creation of these new communities that will be all across everywhere at one point cities of light as I've heard a name and I was like oh yeah that's kind of like what it is you know because it's not a going back in time you know I'm talking about like 3d print and hempcrete houses and growing your own food and solar and like having a, a river that gives you power and you know all these different types of things where we utilize the tools that we've been given at this point in time that we live and we just metamorph it into that thing that which we come to do which is actually just to be the change that we want mm -hmm. to see in the world because that's the only only way you can change anything is by changing yourself and so mm -hmm. um we just have to, you know, seek to do that and see to how to we change this, this, and that, and the third, and and try not to get too uh, extracted by the the how grand the challenge is or how this and that will work out because uh, I know from personal experiences, like when you sit in this spot of surrender where you're not you're you're at at ease at what is to come is when the most mind-blowing things will ever happen in your life and that is that point of surrender so my new trick that I've been trying to reprogram myself is to try to be playful childlike in nature and try to be excited about how the universe is about to do its next thing, you know, to be excited about how I don't know what's going to happen next. And it's going to blow my mind because I'm just letting it happen. Like, you know, I love that. <laughs> I was just talking about that today. I had coffee with some friends and the more that I don't exert my plan or my energy on something. And I sit back like the most miraculous things do happen and I always say, like, God is doing for me what I can't do for myself. But let's backtrack to what you said about, okay, like, in the in the ethers before I chose this vessel, this body, this time, this time, mm -hmm. I had a contract, like a soul contract. And it's already... Yeah, a story, a book. Yeah. You wrote a story or a movie, you know. Yeah. You, you were the Arthur. You wrote it. It's yours. Yeah. So if I stop using my ego mind and I'm like okay if I stop trying so hard and I just allow like the path just lights up in front of me the more that I try the more I feel like I'm in suffering and the more that I just sit back I'm not and then it is like yeah God is doing for me God is within me as well so it's already laid out 
it's like literally like the path of least resistance. Like the more resistance I put on something, the more that I'm. I call it the flow. Yeah. The flow. It's like that's the most. I don't really know else how to explain it. It's just a flow where you're not, you're not pushing or pulling anywhere. And it's funny how all this works. Is I think as soon as something. I mean, thoughts are really not even yours. They're a flow and your frequency brings those thought paths to you. And then we attach to them and then we claim them as our mm-hmm. own because thought is just another energy flow and it's just all energy. Um, so we, uh, oh, I got sidetracked on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. Um, oh, yeah. So as soon as... <laughs> It comes to us that we we need or want or feel called to do something. That's already the initiation of it coming to you. And it's, we add this energy of like how we make it happen or or the doubt of how it's going to happen. That's actually bringing that to you. So like even if even if you're a person that wants to manifest, as far as I know, how it works is like as soon as you think that you want or need this and that and a third just be like oh yeah that's right and then leave it there that's it like it's uh-huh. it's already right pulling straight to you without you and anything that you add energy to to it then you're gonna either push you closer to it or further away and that's that's all magic was to me life magic is how life actually works it's not this woo woo that's life yeah <laughs> I, listen i agree with you a thousand percent like a thousand percent uh, and I'm also wondering, like, if you've ever had your human design read, because I'm a generator, which basically means that I don't really have to do much. Things just happen. But I think at, maybe we're all just that way. If we, you know, I mean, effort is good, right? Like effort. And you also have to take action to do certain things. Like, you know, you can't just literally sit here and then thing, you know, you have to put some effort in. But for me, when I, like I said, when I sit back and allow and don't put my ego into it or like exert so much, like the most miraculous things happen. Like I don't even have to do things like it just lays itself out in front of me. Right. I guess the way I've seen it kind of if I was trying to analyze it like you were, you were talking, I guess like being in that flow is like you already have, you know, things that you know that you need to take care of you know whether it's something that's the service in your normal day-to-day needs or like you're going to help somebody do this and that there because this is just all an energy exchange and and work and money it's just another type of form of energy exchange that we interact with one another which will all eventually change I don't know when or how but I know all those things shed away my community there won't really be no need for money we we might make and export things because like the rest of the world still exists and it'll take time for the transition of those things to change so there's still be a a thing with like the system but like in the community there really won't be the the need for that thing except for the outside stuff and the whole mm-hmm. thing about being sovereign and having your own things is like taking care of all of those basic needs just to live life you know in the 80s we had the technology where the whole world could basically live without working and at a higher standard of living in the 80s you know here we are in like 2023 so we are way beyond the point to where we can use uh resources and our knowledge and technology that really just brings up the standard of living for for everybody and and we we are really just sales of the earth 
and we are interacting with our other cells, which is you and I, you're a cell in my body and I'm a cell in your body. And cancer comes from that friction of not interacting with our cells correctly. But the earth is living in conscious and, and it's going in through an awakening state also. It's becoming of aware of its cells, which is us. And in response, us as the cells of earth are coming aware of earth. That's why we have this, we went through this phase of what we, we say we were hurting the earth. But I think it's very egotistical to think that we could destroy the earth or this and the third. Like, it yeah, has like its we're own not defense. that powerful. Like, we are yeah. Like, we're all, we are all part of this. Like, if we're, yeah. if frequency is all that there is, then we are part of it like a tapestry. Like right now, like I'm part of this space at like, a, yeah, like because all the cells are moving together and interacting. And um, I just had a download when you were talking about we have the technology to blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my God, like, you know how there's all these documentaries and theories about Atlantis and that civilization and the technology and the Egyptians. And it's like we are that. Yeah. We are that now. Yeah, exactly. We are that. Here we are again doing that again. And think about how easy it would be to eradicate every trace of us right now. One cataclysmic event, all the buildings are gone, all the books, all the video, there's nothing. There's no trace of us. And that's happened. That's happened lots of times. That's the real story. We've probably been we've probably been on this planet millions of years, and we went through so many times where we've destroyed the Earth, re retaliated, but in its nervous system and its antibiotic, and you know we've went through the devastations, or whether it was even just the solar system itself, and mm -hmm. and that's what all those stories of Atlantis was. You know, it's like one way or another we've like done things, but you know that's why the now is so magical is because we have all this experience inside of us of those things, you know, so the earth is aware of all that cycles that has done these things. And so we have, it's just a whole new connection, you know, is that's why we're more aware of how we're interacting with earth and mm -hmm. it's caused, it's got to do with the frequencies. It's all about harmony mm -hmm. and resonance. And, you know, we already know when we interact with people, place things, even thoughts that you carry in your mind carries a resonance or a disharmonious frequency. And that's what it's all about is trying to, that day-to-day -day action of what you try to do and what we try to share with one another is just being in resonance and harmony with as one another and the planet as much as we can and mm -hmm. um, us gathering and, and doing these things in our life is, is bringing us together on a larger scale um, because we are as a cell of earth we are its defense mechanism you know there are other defense mechanisms that are more extreme mm -hmm. but we are you know with the, the white blood cells and you come into to heal the um, the things that we've done in our knowingness because um, I try not to label anything good or bad in my own personal perspective because I try not to judge myself, you know, so I, 
this is all a discernment. Everything around me is my reflection. It's not for me to say it's good or bad. I am either I am like that or I am not like that. And that's it. There's not good, bad, anything. And that's really the hardest part about oneness and all this growing and learning is people that's been through trauma. And, you know, this is a lot of responsibility to say that I chose to experience anything. And people, some people will never they didn't come this is not their this incarnation is not here for them to do that you know Mm -hmm. that some of us are here to do that very thing and then people that's had hard trauma in their life it is really such a hard pill to swallow to think that you chose or responsible for uh, trauma or events in your life but it's 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 once you have this whole new perspective and this this inner standing about how you are divine and connected to the divine and it lives inside of you then you can from the other side you can see that I chose to be this now and that made me this now but you know whenever you're still a victim of how life is what the cards that you've been dealt it's just so hard to to take that I'm like just like I feel like my head is gonna explode like my crown chakra is like (laughs) so open talking to you because I just am right there with what you're saying that I literally was talking about this today too that like I went through like that emotional rock bottom this year and I was saying to my friends like I almost feel guilty for how good I feel for the choices that I make made which were hard hard choices and that involves suffering but once you can take responsibility like for your path like you're saying like if you play the victim card then you're stuck in those like karmic loops and some of us are having these um you know human experiences where they're not able to transmute and like ascend you know and so they they stay stuck in that victim lower frequency mentality and I guess if you've been around the block enough times like me or you like and you have these suffering experiences you decide to look at them as lessons or blessings and you choose like okay I'm going to actually grow from this and I'm not going to be stuck in shame guilt or remorse I'm going to continue to grow but yeah, some of us, unfortunately, you know, don't, don't choose that in this incarnation. Like you said, that, that, that is their con soul contract this time around. They it's teach cool. us from that. You, everybody, this is all a learning experience. So if we all come from the divine it's to really come and play the character as the bad guy is, is such more of a sacrifice than what oh, you yeah. would Because this is just a movie. It's a play, you know? Yeah, which reminds me, have you ever uh, read, listened to The Little Soul and the Sun? I think mm-hmm. I might be butchering it, but it's on YouTube. You should check it out after this. But okay. essentially, it's two souls in the ethers that are like, I love you so much. I love you so much. Okay, I'm going to go down to earth, and I'm going to be the villain in your story. But it's going to pu- propel you into levels of ascension that you never thought were possible. And every time I watch this, when I go through some something where someone else hurts me, I watch this and I just sob because, yeah, like what a burden, I guess, to be that soul to come here to cause you your trauma so you ascend. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a whole nother perspective of things. You know, that's why I think the biggest change in all of this, like we know that there's 
a manipulative energy here on earth that's been here for a long time that's manipulated us because they're aware of consciousness you know but that is all part of the grand scheme them actually working against us is all part of the whole thing and they are us and so we're we have to eliminate that us and them that's the that's the the whole thing about it is is eliminating that you know uh, i listen to sat song uh a music artist and you know he says we drop bombs to learn to not drop bombs and that's pretty pretty simplistic way of kind of saying it you know yeah for sure and I love that artist as well um yeah what a what an experience it is to be human and I also like resonate with you know when you're talking about having sustainable community I just got like so many like visions of that. And um, you just remind me very much of, of one of my best friends who is completing perma permaculture classes and wants to build sustainable communities and responds with, I understand, like instead of I understand, <laughs> I understand. And like, I don't know, just having this conversation with you right now, like I said, my crown chakra is like, Ooh, like, open up so much. <laughs> I'm like, I need to connect her like to you, uh, because y'all have like a lot of the same ideas. Um, but yeah, this has been a really expansive conversation. I really didn't know what to expect, um, because I don't know you that well, <laughs> but I do know you, <laughs> right? Right, right. That seems to be a very common thread recently, for sure. <laughs> And, you know, so I say um, that seeking to find out that I am, I'm still learning and trying to become that I am. And, you know, someone can't really know you unless they know themselves. They have to know that I am to know that I am, you know, like to know me isn't to know this a perception of me you know to know me and I've only experienced me a couple times you know it's I'm still trying to be that I am in my day-to-day -day life and I've only experienced it a couple times but to for an individual to find that I am inside of them is to act in essence to find me and that's who I am and that's who I'm trying to be is that same thing yeah, and I just, as I'm talking to you, I'm just getting, like, rapid downloads and and just images that, of course, like, we can relate to people wherever they're at because they are us. Like, we've been through that, or they've been through what we've gone through, and, whoa, I'm just like, wow, like, we're all, we are all one, and we are all mirrors of each other, whether that mirror that day or in that present moment is reflecting a love aspect or a shadow aspect you know and we're not going to say good or bad which is a very shamanic way of looking at things like it's frequency it's light or it's dark it's not oh that's bad or oh that's so good it's like I'm either on that wavelength or I'm not on that wavelength and what wavelength do I choose? I have the free will to choose what wavelength I'd like to be on. But that's why I feel like when you love someone, right, you love someone, I think you're really loving that aspect of you 
that you see in them, or if you like despise somebody or, you know, are triggered by that person, it's, it's them reflecting back a shadow aspect of them to you. Another teacher. Absolutely right. Yes. Um, I always say that um, it's really none of our business what people think about us. You know, say, that's, that's, that's your thoughts. You know, that's personal to you. This is why it's called your thoughts, you know. Um, so it's, it's really none of our business what people think about us. And when it comes down to it, whatever somebody thinks about us really doesn't even have anything to do with us. Literally nothing. It's in your own, like, fishbowl of existence. It's coming from their level of perception and their life experiences that are going to like paint, paint the picture of whatever's going on or, or however they view you is, is really, it is them. It's them. It's their thoughts and, and everything. So yeah, I, I also like subscribe to, it's none of my business what you think. <laughs> now do I, yeah, like, do I follow it perfectly? No, I mean, I'm human and sometimes I dip into my ego and I, you know, worry about what people think or what they say, but then. Well, there's I, no end game. There's, there's what? no destined, there's no end game here. There's no destination. This is a forever infinite journey. There's <laughs> nothing to obtain because you, you already are, you know, we're only shedding away those things that we are not in this reflection of discernments of who we are, you know, there's nothing to become. Or nowhere to go. This is just a continuous journey of expanding. Consciousness is all things. It is what we're living in, immersed in. We call it God. We call it energy. These are all many terms to describe the one thing, again, the source of all things. Yeah. And um, it, it's a continuous thing. I don't like the word enlightenment because it seems like there's a destination you're going to get and there's an ending. But you know, only thing I did was awaken to a new me and a new perception, and it just was a whole new beginning. And there's just going to be these continuous new beginnings through our new discoverers, discovery of consciousness, because this is all just the exploration of consciousness, and we're exploring our own consciousness with our interactions with each other or our plant medicines or, or whatever that people want to try and explore consciousness with inside themselves or with outside themselves, you know, yeah. Um, the grand and journey will last. I, like, I envision like, you know, the mirror in the fun house that like, or maybe I don't know how you make it. So it looks like there's a mirror and a mirror and a mirror and a mirror and it just goes on for infinity that's what I saw when you were talking. Yeah. Like, oh my God, it just goes on and on and on. Yeah, a continuous like, metamorphosis. Yeah. And I feel like I've gone through so many transformations by choice because, right, we're in that pivotal moment of whatever is happening in our lives. And then we're like, okay, I'm going to jump into this meat suit version of myself. Like, that's what I do because. I don't think, obviously, we're all supernatural. We all are. We're supernatural spiritual beings. I heard somebody say that, think about you went on a journey so far, far away that you had to take multiple bodies to get there. Like, Literally. Yeah. Because yeah. the bang was just, you know, from what I understand is is the the bang is is just this expansion of infinite experience where we have this choice to weave consciousness through the experiences but all the possibilities exist that's why time is is just a space time is i'm right here right now now i'm not there no more 
you know that time and yeah. space is just right over there and it still exists you know that's why the fat past and the future and all the infinite that's what infinite means that means all of this stuff already exists and we're just yeah. consciously weaving through it um so yeah i hit a brain part again <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, I'm loving our conversation. I feel like, you know, we could talk for hours. So that's uh, for sure. Uh, like I said, I, I, I do with this too. Yeah. Like before <laughs> I close, like, so I know you have higher frequencies. Are, where can people find your podcast? And then um, it's like, on all the regular like, platforms. I'm on your podcast. So I'm going to come. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. Yeah, definitely. We could definitely set that up. Um, so uh, higherfrequencies.life is the website and all the episodes are available there um, in audio. And they're also on YouTube. There's a videos on YouTube. You can find them all on there. Uh, but just your everyday platforms, uh, Apple, Pandora, Spotify, higher frequencies is on there. There's kind of other higher frequencies things. You'll see it as a colorful brain is like the logo, <laughs> you know. <I> love <laughs> that. Frequencies on it. So yeah, higher frequencies dot life, uh, or find it on YouTube or Facebook. I think all my tags now are like uh higher frequencies 33 like if you want to find like the facebook or the uh instagram or i think you can even do at higher frequency uh, higher frequencies 33 in the search box on you youtube and it'll take you to the channel also i love that i saw 333 today and i just saw 33 on my way home like to record this with you and I, three threes have been the Christ consciousness, the Christ consciousness energy, the repetitive threes. And I had a significant event happen to me this year, March 3rd, three, three, which I'm not <laughs> inclined to share yet on a podcast. Maybe I'll get there, but um, it's been such an amazing conversation with you, Nicholas. It's been awesome, like meeting you virtually here in this space. I hope everybody enjoyed this episode and I can't wait to be a guest on higher frequencies and continue our conversation. Is For there sure. anything we'll else that you want to share? No, I don't think so. I guess spirit flowed where it needed to as always. Okay. Uh, and yeah, we'll definitely uh, get up and, and do a podcast uh, on higher frequencies and kind of pick up and talk about whatever. All right, sounds good. And here's my dog, of course. <laughs> nice, <laughs> like, nice. <laughs> part of the experience. This is Charles. But with that, uh, thank you all so much for tuning in to Top of Tuesday. I hope you all have a blessed uh, rest of your week. And check out Nicholas with Higher Frequencies. <laughs> Peace and love. Namaste. Namaste.